Welcome everyone to Wisdom Wednesday Viber Family Podcast with Katie Lee and Pastor Taryn Shea. Hi everyone. Hey, you know we just celebrated Mother's Day. Uh, how was your Mother's Day with Regina? It went pretty well. Uh, it was one of those, um, well, I mean, it was interesting because I was, you know, picking up stuff and I was going places but it was all arranged by Regina. So I had no idea what I was picking up and where. And then along the way, I ran into some other husbands and it was really funny. Uh, but it was one of those weekends is, you know, we couldn't go anywhere anyway. So uh, she had planned out, you know, a few meals to get and, and the food was good. Uh, but it was also wonderful, you know, to be able to uh, spend some time with her folks. And, you know, we FaceTime my folks and we're just trying to make the most out of the weekend you know, to be able to celebrate the moms. Yeah. How about you? Well, um, my family came over and we had self-quarantine ourselves so that we were free to see each other and be able to hug. And, uh, you know, it's kind of a strange day, right? You think, oh, Mother's Day, oh, yeah, I usually assume that you'll have family over. But this time we really had to be intentional, which mm -hmm. was a good thing because we hadn't seen each other in person. And mm -hmm. now we saw each other in person, not just over FaceTime. And it was extra special. But, you know, uh, it is a once-a-year occasion where we celebrate mothers. But, you know, mothers need to be celebrated year-round. Because, you know, families right now, I know, many are struggling. This is not an easy time. And our, some are really thriving through this. Some are really having fun with this quarantine thing. But many people, many families I've talked to are still trying to figure out how to do this home life better at home. And, you know, trying to get their kids into a routine. And, and, and how do you do that? And I know the families are trying to do their best right now. Yeah, it hasn't been easy. I mean, if you think about it, it's, it's two months in. And so there's a lot that's kind of worn off in terms of a feeling of uh, urgency and crisis. We're just kind of sinking into what we understand to be a long run. Even today, you know, we're given notice from LA County that at least Safer at Home will, will last a while longer, even as they start scaling back, it's going to last in, the, in a matter of months rather than just in a matter of days. And so it doesn't get easier at home for sure. I totally agree with you, Katie, whether it's uh, issues with marriage, communication, conflicts, whether it's issues with parenting, uh, you know, building structure, homeschooling, uh, whether it's you know, being able to just have time for yourself to rest, uh, having that time, a little peace, quiet of mind, all these things are not going to taper down anytime soon. And then how does that relate to our church uh, reopening at some point? And again, like you said, we're being delayed again. So in terms of the church gathered again, we don't really know what the timeline is going to be, especially we're considered sort of a large group. Yeah. So, and what does that mean about our families preparing for or continuing on this uh, quarantine time, and then yet looking forward to reopening. What, is, what are some implications for our families right now? Well, first and foremost, I mean, it's great that our church is taking proactive steps and making plans and bringing people together. You know, we've formed a reopening task force of which you, Katie Lee, are a member and a very important member of that task force. And so we're trying to bring together all our resources and point of views and you know, all the information that we have to be able to make wise decisions and to create the steps that are necessary to return, whether it's by congregation, by groups, by families, by life stages. And so that's happening. So it's good to see that. But even then, I'm sure there's so many details to bring together that it's hard. But then that makes me think of what you just said about, well, what does that mean for our families? 
And if you think about reopening and you think about physical distancing, it means that probably even as we come back, we're going to have to keep distance from the people that we don't live with right now. And so there's a lot that we should be focusing on in terms of building up the home and building up the units that will be returning to the church as the church family between now and when we actually get to come back into the building, whether it's by phases or by groups or by sizes or by life stages, there's a lot for us to do in the home. And we continue want to encourage the families to lead their families spiritually. And, you know, it's going to be, like you said, we don't know when that the church can be that center of discipleship. You, you know, the Sunday school and the Friday nights and, and the fellowships, those all contribute to disciple making in our church. But now that we're scattered, we're really depending on the families to provide that spiritual support. And that's part of the struggle too. Not only are they dealing with uh, schoolwork and things, and, and then having parents now to really be the disciple maker that they are called to be, I know many parents have been wanting to do this, yearning to do this, and know that it's their role to do it. Now they're kind of the only source right now, right? Um, not even having their Sunday school teacher alongside. And that puts a lot of um, more pressure on the parents on what to do. What, what do we do? You know, how can I make the most of this time? Am I doing something wrong? What if I don't do the right thing? Um, am I teaching my kids? Am I supposed to do Bible study with them? Am I supposed to do a Sunday school lesson with them? And uh, I think parents need some help with that too, right? I agree. You know, the one thing that probably will pass uh, for the immediate future would be this idea of the church being a place of drop-off. I mean, right now, that's not something that most people are inclined to do. You're not going to just take your kid to church and then just go and, you know, grab dinner or something. Um, and so the, the people that maybe have been coming to our church that maybe were primarily dropping off their kids, and we love them, we're glad to know them and to uh, help disciple them, but if the parents were not involved, uh, or even right now, as we're wrestling and trying to do this on our own, if it's not where we see the church as being a partnership rather than being you know, a primary source without us, then church is gonna feel really different and it's gonna be really difficult. And even then, as we're going back and reintegrating, I think church is gonna feel kind of foreign. And so this is all what we have to, you know, really seek God for wisdom, but also be maybe preparing our own homes and our own hearts for moving forward. I think one of the ways to, kind of in a practical way of preparing ourselves is to kind of uh, do the things that you think church does and do it at home. You know, you think I'm gonna take my kids to Sunday school so they can learn the Bible, right? They want them to know God's word. That's great. Now, just do that at home and to encourage your children to read the Bible. Now, I know it's not as easy as it sounds, but you know, there are many good resources out there. Uh, I have not sent a lot of resources to the parents. and We have posted them on Facebook here, but I have not individually sent them because I think I didn't want to overload them with too many options. I think if you just pick one uh, way how you want your children to engage in God's word. If you're an Awana, you have that Awana book, definitely go through that book with your children. That's a very uh, doable way to, to do that with your children. If you're not an Awana, definitely search online on some kind of a children's devotional that you can use. And that's a great way to start. You know, take one step at a time. Don't 
you know, you don't have to think like, oh, we got to go through this Bible plan, you know. But one step at a time would get your hearts ready that we are in God's word and we're being built up by God's word spiritually in the same way that when we go back to church, we continue in God's word. It's just seamless. It's not like, oh, we didn't have God's word. Now we're going to be like, oh, so good now. You know, it, you, we want a seamless transition back to church. And then we will also be stronger spiritually, uh, not waiting for church to reopen. But then we will be so happy when we're able to be stronger together. Yeah, I couldn't agree with you more. And, you know, as you were describing that focus, the, the phrase that comes to my mind is something that's popular to us here at Vibrant Family, which is family as church, right? It's taking that focus into our homes. Not that the church isn't important, the church is of vital importance, but recognizing that it's a partnership, that we need to be the ones that are invested in our children and in our homes spiritually. But then now that we have the chance to do this, you know, we really then want to be able to walk and journey with you as we go. Uh, next couple of weeks, we're actually going to try our best you know, to go a little deeper uh, with different life stages of families, uh, spending a week with younger families to talk about this, uh, these topics and re provide resources, but then also older families with older kids, older youth, uh, to see how we can encourage you along the way. But yeah, you're totally right. It's so important for us to take just one step at a time and just be consistent in it and uh, through triumphs or failures just to continue to follow Jesus together. Hey um, PT, tell us about the new sermon series actually that is going to, as a congregation, prepare us on what that journey means of um, going back to reopening. Sounds great. I'd love to tell you about it. Uh, our entire church, all three congregations, uh, we're going to be speaking on the book of Ezra. And, and this is going to be a series that's going to be led by Pastor Albert and also the lead pastors of each congregation. And this series is wonderful because not only is it connecting to Nehemiah, which we're familiar with, but also it points to what God's people look like when they are going through in preparation for spiritual renewal, as well as coming back from exile, which maybe for some of us, it's going to feel that way in this whole phase of reopening, going back to the, the physical church building and the physical campus and also the church programs and the church ministries. It's going to feel like we came out of exile, a foreign place, a place where we didn't quite feel comfortable or belong. And then now we're coming back to where we should be. And so the next four months are going to be on the book of Ezra. It's something that probably if it was up to us individually, we wouldn't give it that much time. But I think it's wonderful that whether it's we in our homes or we in our groups connected to church, that we have this season just to stretch it out, not rush it, and just to let the word of God shape our minds and our hearts and affections to prepare us an application to return and to reopen and to be on campus again. So I'm excited about it. Yeah. And then Pastor Hanley will also be doing weekly de midweek devotions on the book of Malachi. That was that study as well. So these are some of the things that's going to help shape our families in our homes of uh, filling up with God's word. And you know, parents, even though you think Ezra, you know, my kids are not going to understand that. Uh, they can understand some of it. You can uh, explain it, filter it down for them a little bit and talk about, use those as talking points in your home to, uh, during mealtimes. I know it'll be a challenge to talk about Ezra and Malachi with your kids, but take it one step at a time pick out one point from the sermon and get into God's work with your family. Now, um, 
you know, we are really grateful for every parent out there. I know that you are trying your best. And I want to assure you that God has not abandoned us. He definitely is using this time to work in ways beyond what we can see. I don't know what it is, right, PT? I mean, we don't know what God is doing. But yet I know that further down in hindsight, which is often the case, we see the beauty and the wisdom of God, what, what God is doing. And then we can look back on that year, 2020, of coronavirus, and we say, wow, God did a miraculous work in our families and in our church. That could not have been accomplished any other way except putting us through this trial right now. And this trial right now is not easy. But we can hope that when, we, when God brings us through it, we're going to see be stronger and see God in the greater beauty and wisdom and and in a way that we our church has not experienced him before so that's why i'm looking forward to pastor terrence what about you i am just reminiscent of even just this past weekend of the sermon being talking about building your life on the foundation of jesus christ and so when i think about that as it relates to our home and as it relates to our church you know this is the time right now where we aren't able to confuse what it looks like to follow Jesus with just external things or with programmatic things or with things that we have scheduled and we just kind of chalk away as normal. Right now is a time in which we need to build our lives and our families and our church on Christ. And so if this is what it takes for us, uh, if this is the type of challenge and the wisdom, if this is how God is refining us, I'm not saying that, you know, you're, I'm grateful for hardship, but I am saying that I'm grateful for God's perfect plan. And so I, I agree with you, Katie. I just um, look to see what God will do through this crisis for us personally in our homes and with our church. And I'm grateful that we could journey together as a group of families and as a church family as well. Yeah, so I encourage everyone to pray for each other, pray for the families and members in your groups. I know you're many of you are in some of the young married groups, uh, YMCKs, and the uh, women's group, men's group. You know, prayer is uh, what we really need to focus on right now, and focus on prayer and God's word and just uplift each other in those ways. Well, catch you next week as we continue a I don't know, some, as PT said, we're going to continue to talk about specific things for the younger families, right? Sounds good, yep. Okay, see you then. Bye.